Hello everyone, this is author Nassim Khalid and welcome to another episode of Grown-Up Bedtime Stories. As kids, our parents used to read us bedtime stories and these used to help us get prepared to sleep. In this series, we will venture into fiction. I wrote these stories with the intent to provide you with a concise dose of entertainment while intriguing your imagination. I hope it helps you get better prepared for a full night of rest. He thinks he's dreaming. He's being choked by his best childhood friend, John McCarthy. He's not dreaming. His friend John is actually trying to choke him with a pillow. He pushes him off and says, Why? John stands frozen in the faintly lit bedroom holding the pillow. Is it the money? Is it jealousy? Is my wife in on this? Matt looks at the floor and signals to John to leave. And then, after John leaves, Matt packs a bag and drives in the middle of the night to his lake house. It's one hour away, but it's worth the trouble. He needed to regroup. He needed to comprehend what just happened. Matt and John have been best friends for 50 years. Loyalty, brotherhood, safety, and love are all the words that come to mind when Matt thinks of John. Matt and John were in the same class all through school. John's father was a surgeon, while Matt's father was a construction worker. John shared his toys, lunch, and money with Matt. When John went to medical school, Matt went for mechanical engineering. John became a neuroscientist while Matt got his PhD in artificial intelligence. John gave Matt a job in his startup biomedical company. A few years later, Matt opened his own engineering company. He focused on robotic applications. The two brilliant scientists remained close and worked on many, many common projects. They were both happily married with kids. John's wife died from cancer when she was in her 50s. Matt's wife is the principal in the kindergarten school and they have been married for 25 years. Matt loves his wife, Natalie. He feels that she understands him. She understands that Matt, the husband, and Matt, the scientist, are one. He's not a poet, but he expresses his love to his wife in subtle things, and she gets him. She's smart and understanding. As it happens on this night, on this horrible night, Natalie is visiting her parents. She took a flight to Billings, Montana. Matt dropped her at the airport himself. At this point in time, Matt is doubting everyone, everyone including himself. Could his wife be in love with John? Did they conspire to get rid of him? Are they after the money? I mean, John is rich, but Matt's smashing success made him much more money than John could ever dream of making. If John is a fake friend, what else is fake in this life? Matt reaches his lake house with a massive headache. He takes a Tylenol 
and drinks a cup of water and immediately falls into a deep sleep. The next morning, Matt wakes up like he's been hit by a truck. He can't think clearly. He's got three missed calls from Natalie. After all, it's already noon. He also has few missed calls from work and even few missed calls from John himself. Matt can't seem to remember much of the details of the week leading to last night's incident. He visits his family doctor and tells him that he was attacked by a thief. He didn't mention the name of the thief. He said he woke up being attacked by the thief. He also mentions that he's suffering some sort of memory loss. He can't seem to remember the few days leading to the incident. His doctor told him that many patients who suffer traumatic experience do have some sort of amnesia. He also told him that he will need few days to recover. He gave him some pills to help with the headache. Matt decides to retrace his steps for the past few days. Hopefully he can remember the details. He utilizes Google Maps history to do so. On Monday, he takes a trip to work. He talks to his personal assistant and asks her about the past few days. She tells him that John and him spent quite a bit of time together. She told him that they seemed to be pretty occupied. He asks her if they argued or had any disagreement, and she says no, they seemed okay. After some hesitation, he decided to pay John a visit. John always had an open door policy for Matt, but this time it seemed different, it seemed more formal. Matt asked John's assistant to meet him. She was a bit surprised, but she knew something wasn't right. So she calls John. John tells her to let him in. When he enters John's office, before he speaks, John hands him an MRI. Matt looks at it. It doesn't have a patient's name on it, but it shows sign of brain deterioration. John tells him that Matt is having early signs of Alzheimer. He also told him that his father had Alzheimer and that in his last days, Matt, his brothers and his mother were all praying for his dad to die. His dad was a loving father, but in his last days, he couldn't recognize anyone. He would wet his bed and relieve himself standing. The loving, hardworking father was a burden. His contributions got forgotten and everybody is praying for his passage to the other life. John told Matt that he didn't want his wife and kids to see him in the same state that he saw his father. He wanted to leave them with good memories. He asked his best friend to risk everything to do the unthinkable. John told him he did it because he was one of the few that understood what John's fear was all about. Matt, looking shocked, asked John to go through with the original plan. John said, sorry, old friend. Some things can only be done once, even for my best friend. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share with your friends. And I hope these bedtime stories help you get a better sleep.